Welcome to the Aspen Chapel podcast with me, Nicholas Feasy. So you've got me for a bit now. Uh, those of you that are not here regularly, over the last 10 weeks, we've been exploring the subject of pilgrimage. That's been the, the, the theme that we've been having. Because there's a real parallel between going on a pilgrimage and Jesus' pilgrimage as he went all the way along Galilee to Jerusalem, and finally Palm Sunday, Good Friday, and the resurrection. The whole thing is a bit of a pilgrimage, because a pilgrimage is a journey undertaken with sacred intent. That's, that's my definition of pilgrimage. A journey undertaken with sacred intent. And Jesus' journey to Jerusalem definitely qualifies as a pilgrimage. And, you know, we undertake pilgrimages in our, in our lives all the time, whether they be formal, like, you know, walking the Chimino or going to Lourdes or whatever it is, or informal, like the journey that you took today to come to church. Is there a, a pilgrimage? You, you decided you were going to come, you made the journey, and you came to the church. And in pilgrimage, we travel in two directions. We travel outward, the outward journey that our feet takes us on, and the inner journey that we make in response to the outer one, because there's an inner journey that happens with pilgrimage. The outer journey informs the inner journey, and the inner journey transforms us as it is in itself transforming. Ultimately, I think all journeys, uh, including our own journey through life to death, all pilgrimages are in search of the eternal. Somewhere in our lives, we're all searching for the eternal. Um, in his book, Anamkara, Spiritual Wisdom uh, from the Celtic Word, John O'Donohue says, each day is a journey. And he said, each day is a pilgrimage, in a sense. We come out of the night into the day. All creativity awakes at this primal threshold where light and darkness test and bless each other. You only discover balance in your life when you learn to trust the flow of this ancient rhythm. The year is also a journey with the same rhythm. We come out of the darkness of winter and into the possibility and effervescence of springtime. And so we all embark on journeys that are pilgrimages all the time. And last week, we looked at the role of suffering and death in pilgrimage. We looked at Jesus' crucifixion and uh, all that went with that. Jesus, first of all, come in and have a seat. You're, you're most welcome. Do that. If you want to go on an Easter egg hunt, uh, they're around the corner. So last week, we look, uh, looked at the role of suffering and death, that Jesus welcoming both the, the, the cheers of the crowd on Palm Sunday and the jeers at the crucifixion. And, and he met them with the same equanimity. There was an equanimity in the way that he did that. And he was willing to let go of all that he held dear at the moment of his death. You know, we let go of our minds and enter into our hearts. You know, we're willing to let go of the past and future and live in the present. That's what happens when we're on pilgrimage. We are subsumed into the present moment. And we join with the spirit of the eternal. And so we reach the end of the road. But, you know, as evident in the Christian story, this is not the end of the world, end of the road, because every pilgrimage has a legacy. 
The word legacy means the person delegated to. When you have a legacy, you delegate it to somebody else to carry it on. And following Jesus' pilgrimage to Jerusalem, we have the legacy of the resurrection, where Jesus comes back and tells his followers, feed my sheep, which Didi was saying, feed my sheep. However bad the suffering and death were, it wasn't the end. And we're here as a testament to that. The body of Christ lived on and continues to do so. Jesus' legacy was to all mankind, and we're delegated to pass on his message of love and total surrender to the ways of the heart. Do come in and have a seat wherever. It's lovely to have you with us. Um, he's, a couple of weeks ago, I was quoting T.S. Eliot's Four Quartets, and he's talking about journey in the Four Quartets, and he says, on whatever sphere of being the mind of man may be intent at the time of death, at whatever is going on at the time of death, and he says the time of death is every moment, that is the one action that will fructify the lives of others. Whatever we do, that's with, what, with Jesus, the givingness of love enriched everybody. And through our actions, the lives of others are enriched. And Jesus' one moment at his death was to completely surrender to love to the ground of all being, to the purpose of the cosmic universe that bore him. And the result of that action was the legacy of, of love that we have today. He gave his life, and there was a legacy of love. And, you know, despite the, churching over, the churches fighting over the ownership of that legacy, it is love that's the central message that we have received down the generations. That's what's been resurrected from the moment of his death, and... We have that legacy here today. That's really what today is about. And my view is that Jesus came to show us the potential of humanity. Or, as he put it, that we might all have life and have it to the full. And in his death and resurrection, he shows that the efforts that we make in our lives have a legacy too. The efforts that we make... I'm now competing with Easter eggs, I know that. But <laughs> the legacy... That, that he says really that um, in his death and resurrection, he shows the efforts that we make will have a legacy too. And that our efforts in our lives are not in vain. That our pilgrimage, our search for the eternal, each of us, it has meaning. And we make that journey to enrich others. Our willingness to surrender to that journey is what enriches others. Although it feels like death as we want to become defensive when we're attacked, you know, when we repay ill with good. That's what we're being asked to do in this legacy, to repay ill with good. When we give our time and talent and treasure with no expectation of return. When we don't react negatively in stressful times. When we love our enemies, when we put the good of others before ourselves. That's what we're being asked to do. The resurrection tells us that this will enrich all those around us. We mustn't try and sort of work out what the result of that's going to be. We just have to give. The definition we have here for love is giving with no expectation of a return. And that's what Jesus is talking about here in this second reading. He's giving Peter the legacy, which is to feed others with the message that he himself had given. We're asked 
in the pilgrimage of our life to give up our ideas of what we should be doing, where we should be going, and allowing the path to open up before us and to be guided by our lives to love others, to be guided by a heart, to give your life in love with no expectation of return. And the lesson of the resurrection is that this is what creates a legacy for ourselves from whatever we do, no matter how big or small we think our actions are. All of us have got one life to live, and our task in that life is to make some contribution to this realm that we're conscious of, this realm that we all inhabit. What we do matters. What you do matters. And your legacy will come from what you've done in your life, how you've approached your neighbor, the person sitting next to you, your family, your friends. Peter said, it was, they said to Peter, when you were younger, you were dressed and taken where you didn't want to go. But now you're older, someone will take you. And we grow and we leave the childish things behind and we walk the way of the heart. And our role, our legacy from the resurrection is to walk the way of the heart. Our theme is pilgrimage. And to travel this way, to travel from the heart rather than the mind, is what it truly means to be a pilgrim. Thanks for listening. If you feel moved to make a donation to the chapel, please go to aspenchapel.org. Thank you. And if you'd like to receive these podcasts regularly, subscribe to the Aspen Chapel through Apple, Google Play, YouTube, or any other outlet.